podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's gotta do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i'm officer kevin uh, i'm officer hungover I would ask how you're doing, man, but uh, you, you told me all that and more right now. What's told, uh, I told, I tell you. Yeah, you, you're going to be good to do the show today, or? Uh, okay, that's great. Uh, let's give a quick thank you to our guest from last week, Ian Erickson. And we got a returning champion to the show today. Once again, back on the program is Chris Wilson. How the hell are you? Evening, officers. It's, uh, it's a pleasure being detained again. I'm d- I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing good, man. I'm enjoying this wild ride. Uh, this uh, really mundane apocalypse. It's great. <laughs> it sucks, man. That's this a very good point, man. The like, worst apocalypse I've ever had to live through. Exactly. It wasn't like, the one I was expecting. Like Hollywood and movies, you know, it's like okay when the apocalypse happens, it's like God willing, it'll be like Mad Max Fury Road. But instead, yeah. we got this. This is crap. Yeah, exactly. We didn't get uh, anything like 28 days later. We didn't get anything mm-hmm. like the day after tomorrow. We didn't get anything like uh, the hit movie Armageddon. Nothing. Right. <laughs> it's just a slow, like annoying apocalypse. Ex- that's Not the best way to put it. Yeah, it's annoying. It's irritating. It's less, uh, you know, no less, fucking... Uh, no soundtrack by Aerosmith. Nope. Just the, the most exciting thing that happened this week was like... Elon Musk unfollowed Grimes on Twitter. Oh! <laughs> oh, man. There's been... I had my eyes on that yesterday, and there's been a lot more crazy stuff to come from the Elon Musk Twitter. Um, <sighs> it was it was so back-to-back and rapid-fire that uh, you'll, get ma- you'll get major whiplash trying to keep up with all of it. And uh, by the time I was reading it, more was coming out. And it's like, oh, man, Jesus. But what else are you going to do when you're exactly. <laughs> stuck inside watching the the world burn in an annoying way right and yeah this is the they should you know the movies never told us it would be like this just uh an uber couple uh arguing on twitter for millions and millions to see uh but that aside chris uh you are the co-creator of cyanide and happiness oh yeah that's right um yeah you uh, have my record <laughs> yes yes we got it all on file here but uh as a recap for those who may have missed your appearance last year if you could talk a little bit about that and explosive I and all that good stuff you've been working on for a long long time yeah absolutely um 
Me and my good friends and colleagues, uh, Rob and Dave, have been making dumb shit on the internet for coming up uh, about 16 years officially. And wow. uh, we somehow still manage to be dumb on the internet successfully. And uh, we make comics. We just make cartoons. We make comics. We make animations. Uh, we make shows. We make uh, card games, video games. Um a bunch of shit that uh, you would get, and you know, if you if you watched around people, you'd be like, "Oh, I'm going to hell for this," or "Oh, uh, don't let don't let grandma play this get card game with us." That kind of stuff, and uh, <laughs> yeah, all all people with the dark sense of humor welcome that we do offensive stuff, uh, not because we try to, but because we found out we're offensive. Yeah, these days, you know, it's uh, so someone will always tell you, but I, I think that you know, getting through dark times, I. I personally believe a dark sense of humor is a great way to get through that. Right. It's how I'm managing to have a great time <laughs> right now. Yeah. And we certainly try. Isn't that right, Grant? I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, try I feel like my dark sense stronger. of humor lately has just been like watching myself slowly go completely insane. That's funny for me. It is. It is funny. Hell yeah. Early uh, onset uh, senility. Like soon yeah. you'll be able to yell at kids in Walmart and nobody will bother you about it. Hopefully like, not. I mean, yeah, we're, we're getting the there dream. rapidly. So yeah, rapidly. well, uh, and you guys are still putting out content during all this, uh, these unprecedented times. That's right. Unprecedented times. We, uh, keep it, we keep it rolling. We're doing shows that are unrelated with Cyanide Happiness and uh, we are... Yeah, since I talked to you guys last time, it's still a bit of a status quo, making new games, making new shit. And I think that's that's the good thing about, you know, being any sort of Internet content creator. This, you know, in these in these trying times, uh, we're the one we're the cockroaches, you know, look at Hollywood. Look at all the big movie productions, (laughs) television productions. They're halted. Nothing. That's true. And we're we're here in our bedrooms uh, setting the world on fire. (laughs) Yeah. We're prevailing. Take that, Hollywood. Exactly. I bet we, they feel very foolish right now. I bet they feel <laughs> a little bit threatened by us. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, it's, absolutely. it's funny. You got so many uh, so many actors and stuff that are like, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, Brie Larson did that, and she has like 4 million YouTube subscribers right now, and it's just like, man, fuck it. Fuck everything. All yeah. I have to do is be born into a rich family, and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Instead of working hard and, like, creating a craft or something, just fuck it. Just make, make a YouTube channel, Brie Larson. Shit on my dreams directly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the rules. Uh, speaking of shitting on dreams, uh, we've been a lot more active on Twitch recently. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a, a subscription over at twitch.tv slash thoughtcops. We have, uh, you know, we've been, you know, trying to be more active on there lately during these, uh, these uh, curious times. Oh. Uh, I thought you were going to try and pronounce unprecedented again. Mm, I got nothing else for that one. All yeah, right. I had my money on trials and tribulating. I'll probably <laughs> use that next time it comes up. Okay. So we are on a schedule now on Twitch instead of just doing it whenever the fuck we feel like it and aren't, you know, cripplingly depressed. Uh, we are now streaming on Twitch every Tuesday night and every Sunday night from 7 p.m. Central Standard Time to 9 p.m. And if you don't live in Central Standard Time, do the math. It's quite easy to figure out. Uh, 
you know, I'll do, do it for, I'll, I'll do it for you. 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. What about Mountain Time? Yeah. Uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Mountain Time. Is that right, Chris? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're in, you're in Colorado, right? That's right. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. What, I, kind, of, I, what kind of streams are you guys doing on Twitch? Uh, lately, I have been streaming... Uh, I've been doing a playthrough of Link's Awakening remake on uh, Switch. Okay, right on. Some video game stuff. There. Yeah, and uh, yeah, me, mostly. Grant, and our uh, friend of the show, Nico, have been streaming uh, just random like Smash Brothers matches. Like, we what did we play for like five hours last weekend, Grant? Yeah, as I was cooking a pizza, just like running off the screen and uh, playing Smash Bros for like five hours. Dude, I. Shout shout out to that pizza. Grant made an incredible homemade (laughs) deep dish pizza. And man, I I gotta say, Grant, you you did a great job. Oh, thank you. I I do what I can with what I got. We were we were doing shots of Malort, having a couple of beers, playing some Smash Brothers, and when that pizza came out of the oven, oh boy. It was perfect timing. I drank an entire bottle of wine and I was like, I need uh, to eat now. And it was it was right at that point that it was finished. And I love how when you took it out of the oven, you like just had this piping hot pie on cam just so everybody at home could uh, salivate a little and wish they were, uh, (laughs) yeah, you know, in the room with us. Wine and pizza, homemade pizza. That's some. Yeah, that's that's a pinky up night. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's how the Italians did it. Right. I don't know. That's that's true. That is what they did, because I, I, you know, I'm I'm one of those people that I'm like, well, if I'm going to be cooking for all these hours, I might as well just drink a bottle of wine while cooking. Yeah. And then by the time it was done, it's like, well, the bottle's gone. And now I can switch to beer, you know, (laughs) it was was one of those. Then eventually food. And then I, eventually food. Well, beer with yeah, the food. Beer with the food. I totally understand that. I can uh, understand, like, you know, sometimes when I cook, instead of using an oven timer, I just put a handle of something. <laughs> there you uh, go. And yeah. then by the time it's close to the bottom, it's like, oh, I think it's about ready. I think the pizza's <laughs> about ready. Oh, the cheese is uh, golden brown. That kind of lined up right. Great. Uh, moving along to a very famous, very favorite segment of the show, Two Minutes of Hate. Where we like to blanket punish all that annoying crap on the internet that uh, gets under our skin and bothers us and uh, drives us crazy. Drives us bonkers. Like uh, Bonkers the Cat. I'm logging on Twitter. I'm turning into uh, the character from the Disney cartoon, Bonkers the Cat. Uh, <laughs> if Deep anyone. Cut. Seriously, I was like, I, I that was one of those things where I said it out loud and I'm like, wait, does that, does that really exist or am I just. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It did. He should be the Thought Cop's mascot, honestly. Oh, that's right. He was a cop. He Uh-oh. was a cop. Uh-oh. Who would win in a fight, him or uh, the Paw Patrol dog? Good uh, question. Definitely Bonkers. And I think that Bonkers, because it was in Toontown, which now that I think about it, was that in the same universe as Roger Rabbit? Anyway, I'm getting it off had topic the appearance. Here. I would assume. There's I, so I, many. I don't even know. It's, it's actually Disney that made it, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, you could tell with the, the gloves and the feet and hands and big shiny red nose. I wouldn't be surprised if he's uh, arrested Daffy before. It, you know what? If it's uh, rabbit season, duck season, who knows? <laughs> but uh, my, my two minutes of hate this week is uh, people responding on Twitter with this you and a screenshot uh, of their avatar or something they uh, <laughs> put on Twitter two days prior. <laughs> Right. Have you right. have you guys seen this before? 
Yeah. Yes, lots. Yeah, yeah great. Acknowledge this, and then it's a post. Yeah, is this you? It, yeah, it's just like it, it's like such a weak attempt at a got him moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it's a weak attempt. Sometimes it's like on point. I saw one the other day where some some fella, some dude, some bro was like shit talking this woman who was just like a normal looking woman, just a, a, what a woman looks like. And he was like, the bitch, you're so ugly. You know, like you, you have to get all the men that are like last call at the bar sort of thing. And she posted his screenshot, which he wasn't, he was like what a man looks like, which is significantly worse than what the average woman looks like. And he was like, up time to log off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I will will agree. I will agree that sometimes it will be on point. But yes, I think it's the phrasing. I think it's the phrasing and the catch all little soundbite that makes it kind of annoying. You just kind of subvert it and start just posting this you to people and try to get it far off the mark as possible. (laughs) Right. It's like, you know, you screenshot them like donating to a charitable cause like this you. Yeah, you know that's my punishment. Yeah. That's my punishment. Yeah, we just screenshot a good deed they did because, for God's sakes, we could use a little <laughs> bit of positivity. Yeah, a little bit of positivity, or you could just go abstract with it and be like, "This you," and it's just a picture of a package of paper towels or something. Yeah, or I would. I was going <laughs> to reference something we talked about off mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know what you're saying. Yeah, we were uh, for the for the listeners out there. We spent a good ten minutes before recording talking about a uh, come filled tissues for some reason because yeah, uh being a father yeah chris <laughs> yeah, chris yeah. made some comments about uh you should sacrifice your firstborn and i was like well i don't have one but i got a uh, cum tissue in the uh in the garbage disposal and well, i said i would gladly disposal, take it but yeah adopt it yeah yeah raise it as my own uh it's chris- so much it's so much funnier recounting the story than it was doing <laughs> the joke in the first place <laughs> I agree. I just want to see the, uh, you know, you got to have the picture of your your pride and joy in your wallet, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is showing it to the guys at work. Yeah, this is my boy, you know, takes yeah. after me. I want to see the Adam Sandler movie that would be born from this. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I can already imagine it. Like one of his like 17 Netflix, Netflix vehicles with uh, Kevin James and all his friends. Yeah, all of his friends, is their, their quick paychecks. Uh, so, Chris, what's uh, you got a two minutes of hate this week? Something that's uh, getting under your skin? Yeah, uh, when I thought about what a good, like, what two minutes of hate I've been thinking about lately, um, the first thing that came to mind uh, for me is the vanity Snapchat filters. And uh, by that, I mean everything from the way over the top facetune kind of stuff where it just kind of makes things noticeably unnatural and also just the kind of uh the gender swap filters and stuff every time those trends sweep around yeah it's like hey here's me as a boy or hey here's me as a girl it's always the same joke and the same responses everyone is like oh i'd i'd fuck you and mm-hmm. stuff like that. All, all If you're a guy and you do it, all your dude friends are like, dude, I'd fuck you and stuff like that. I never saw any different takes or anything. Just millions of people <laughs> harping, just <laughs> chanting the same same fucking joke. And, and then just the, the weird, uh, you know, you turn on the internet one day and it's nothing but odd looking selfies. It's just 
it gets under my skin. And sure. that's kind of like uh, Grant has been complaining about how only straight men hit on him for his calves. Yeah. And yeah. I do remember, Grant, you did this filter once. And uh, yeah, you got a lot of compliments from a lot of uh, straight question mark. Yeah. Friends. Basically, basically every friend that you've ever had in your entire life. Uh, no matter what their orientation is, would fuck you so long as you would just, like, put on a wig. They'd just be like, oh, good enough. Fuck it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, bro. It's like, why even go through that? You could just turn the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, just get out in the, the dark. After nighttime, just go out and go into a really muddy area and imagine whatever you want with your best friend. <laughs> turn the lights off. Sounds like yeah. summer camp. it's really quiet in in our bunk it's really really dark grant you did say that uh you had some of those priests that were convicted sex offenders when you're right well they weren't should we cut that (laughs) no you can leave that and that's true uh when i was growing up uh there were like three priests at the church that i went to like over over the years and it turns out two of them were fucking pedophiles oh wow yeah and you said Damn. you got off scot free, correct? Yeah, I did not. I didn't. I wasn't an altar boy or anything, so I didn't. Uh, I was not one of the people that was uh, uh, victimized by it. Fortunately enough, but uh, no, that that did happen. Uh, do you think they knew that the other was also a pedoph- pedophile? Do you think that they knew and like winked at each other about it or anything like that? Um, well, it was uh, like a. They they were like rotated out, so they oh, probably okay. knew as it was happening. Like, Good oh, Lord. how come uh, how come Father Tom is leaving? And it's like, uh, he just has <laughs> to go somewhere else. Let's put in Father Gary. This will be better. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, he's also a pedophile, but he's just a bit more <laughs> polite about it. You know, good replacement. Yeah. So, Chris, if you could punish these uh, Snapchat filters, uh, how would you do it? <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say fill a room up with piss. Uh, yes. Well, no, don't fill it. Don't fill it. Just fill it, fill it like maybe a foot tall uh, pool of piss and then make them stand on their head. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. Just some nice piss fun. Piss punishment. Some piss people pun- might be into that. I was going to say. Yeah. I kind of I kind of didn't think about the punishment. I was too blinded by rage. Well, you, you could do like a litmus <laughs> test ahead of time and like uh, figure out if that's what kind of thing they're into. And if not, put them in the piss room. Right. If not, if so, then uh, we're going to have to get back to you on the punishment. Yeah. <laughs> if you are into piss. Yeah. I would How imagine. about poop? <laughs> I would imagine even <laughs> if you were into it, after questions. a while, you would just be like, uh, can I leave now? And it's like, no, this is just this is your house now. Fuck you. Yeah. I love piss, but I can't stand on my head. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a punishment in and of itself, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, Grant, what you got for us this week? Uh, I wanted to do like a heavier one. I wanted to be like, of course, this this cancel culture shit, because uh, in in the discord, uh, we were actually having a, a pretty like solid discussion about cancel culture but i yeah. i don't fucking want to talk about it it's too much so instead i'm going to talk about uh guitar shaming online oh okay and uh this has happened to me before it hasn't happened to me recently but it's happened to me before and i every once in a while i'll see someone do it and it's just it's it's terrible it, you don't do that to people you don't guitar shame first of all what kind of shaming 
I'll uh, I'll sort of explain it. So, uh, okay. you know, first of all, not every not everybody's a famous fucking you know musician that needs a certain type of guitar or whatever. Mm-hmm. That you know, like <clears throat> one thing you'll get is you'll see someone's playing um someone's playing a landslide by Fleetwood Mac on a YouTube video and they're playing guitar and it sounds fine and they're doing a good job and someone looks at the uh the headstock and goes bro why are you playing an epiphone those <laughs> guitars are garbage why don't you get a gibson and it's like because i don't have just a thousand dollars sitting around to buy a fucking gibson when i'm making youtube videos in my bedroom <laughs> Or yeah, same thing with uh, fucking like the the relationship between like the Squire Fenders and the normal Fenders, and people are like, "Bro, you're playing a Squire, <laughs> weak man. Why don't you just right. get a normal Fender?" And it's like because I don't have fifteen fucking hundred dollars to spend on a normal Fender, and I'm not that good anyway. Has this happened to you? Uh, a couple, t- like yeah, because uh, I have an Epiphone. Um, acoustic and i'll like put up videos and stuff and people will be like "Uh, epiphone come on man get a gibson and it's like no i don't want a gibson in fact i got this guitar as a fucking gift i didn't pay anything for it i don't want to pay anything for it right the first thing you want is a guitar in your hands and then you know right and maybe you could be particular later i will say as a bit of devil's advocate i've seen a type of guitar shaming that i do agree with um since there's been a lot of uh people kind of busted online for taking their guitar playing videos and speeding it up ah and i've seen people get called out for that um and that is a type of guitar shaming i could understand uh but no the whole like brand trust and right and peer pressure that kind of stuff yeah that shit needs to go it's lame yeah and then like you know on the other side of it um you know, because I'm I'm like an amateur, amateur, amateur musician. I've been like all throughout the quarantine. I, I started picking up piano again and uh, like just fucking around with it, like drinking heavily at like 4 a.m. And I'm like, I'm I'm going to play uh, the song by uh, I'm going to play Wilco song and then Jesus. I'll like I'll play. Yeah. And it's four in the morning and I'm like fucking up, but it's. It's the most fun I've had playing music in like a decade. Yeah, and, I totally uh, get that. And you know, so it's like I'm, I'm not great. You know, I'm I'm okay. I I know notes. I can play chords. It's fine. Whatever. I'm having fun with it. But I I I understand a little bit of music theory. I know how to play music. I my hands can go in the right place. I can I can play a song. Whatever. But I've known people throughout the years that have the best equipment like you know american made telecasters and just like full drum sets full pa systems entire recording studios and they can't play a a song so it's like all this guitar shaming shit of like well you don't have the correct equipment it's like but i know people who have had the correct equipment who are garbage like worse than me and that's saying something yeah a lot of people yeah, I I imagine that the shaming of like, oh, let's just I, I feel like it's for some people a way for them to say, yeah, I know about guitars. But yeah. also without saying anything about the playing without any. Exactly. Not like, any, oh, you know, the, the fourth chord that you were playing is actually a seventh and you played, 
you know, you just played the major and it's like, oh, well, okay, at least I know yeah. that you know what you're talking about. But it, yeah. Another interesting conversation you could have. They, they try to make a new one where it's like, um, do, uh, you know, ESP is better than Ivan is. And that's trying to start a new conversation. Uh, they know guitars. My brands. My, my brand. Yeah. Consume. <laughs> as far as, uh, like, I definitely, uh, amateur musician here as well, play a lot of different stuff. Uh, but, like, do you find that you're better at any particular instrument when you're drunk um guitar my hands just like nowhere to go because i've been playing it for longer piano i have to like sit down and like stare at the fucking thing because i my my hands just they they don't understand piano as well as guitar i feel like is a very easy instrument like you memorize the like what the shapes look like and feel like and that's just right that's it like it it makes sense to me in my head and every like piano is very very difficult for me so i don't play it as much but it, i do think that it's more fun especially when you you know get good at it and can do things other than just like push out chords you know yeah oh absolutely i i definitely when i get really drunk i i tear I'm way worse at guitar but manage to do better with drums ah. um and, and uh I'd, I'd say piano. I probably play drunk all the time. Uh, like I, <laughs> I don't have a metric to compare it to. Right. Uh, but yeah, I find it interesting. Like, oh, hmm. How I want to do one of those experiments where it's like get a bunch of musicians together and have them play. Uh, all right, now this is piano while this person's high, and this is <laughs> piano while this person's right. drunk, and get some graphs going. Hell yeah! Some hitting the drums when you're on shrooms. Yeah, there you go. Uh, wow, this person's really uh, amazing on piano when they're on PCP. It's crazy. <laughs> so, Grant, what's your uh, punishment for these uh, guitar shamers? Um, here's here's uh, I think a solid one. I think that it it's sort of like a uh, I'll I'll go with the uh, I won't spin the wheel, but I'll go ahead and go with the monkey paw punishment, which is they get. Well, if they're a, if they're a musician and they judge people based on like what brand they play or what uh, what subsidiary of what brand they play or whatever the fuck um, they if they play music themselves and they play like guitar, they get the the pick of whatever whatever brand they want to play, whatever model their dream guitar, they get access to it. But also the monkey's paw takes away their ability to play. <laughs> so they get the I fucking like 68 Stratocaster that they've always dreamed of. It has it's finely tuned to everything that they want, but they don't remember how to play chords. They just they, they can no longer play. So they're at a party trying to play Wonderwall and it's just like, <laughs> uh, hold on a second, guys. Let me. Uh, oh, boy. It's always Wonderwall, too. Gets people jumping, gets the fucking, party going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fuck! I I used to hold on, hold on. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. What are, what are you playing there, Grant? God, da- it's what? supposed to be Wonderwall. Hold on. What kind of guitar? Yeah, uh, it's a it's a fucking uh, twelve string uh, Gibson from seventy uh, two. It, it's the best guitar. I, I've wanted this guitar for so long, and I I finally got it. But hold on, Here, here's Wonderwall. Yeah, that's uh No, 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 I can do it. I can That's fuck. wonderful. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm into God that. Do you think that would it. change the way they act? Do you think they'd, <laughs> since they have the guitar on their wall, they'd, uh, they'd still be able to tell you what you should be playing? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Joe Pulse of Watson in the chat says, embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, if you, it's a name. if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often unusual punishment. Uh, Grant, I see you got a cursor on uh, something in the dock here. You want to start with that one? Oh, do I? Um, Let's just I, do it. Which, yeah. The Gamer Girl one? Yes. Oh, I don't know. You have to do that one. I don't. I didn't read this. That's fine. Uh, so there, there is All right. there is a game that was announced called Gamer Girl. Peggy 18. Oh, cool logo. Hey, everybody. Okay, so this is a... Uh, Okay, cool. Water it's time. it's a real real life video of a girl who's streaming oh, on Twitch. Junk has been taken Cleavage a plenty. It's like front facing camera on the, or uh, webcam. And there's a bunch of nasty comments on the side of the screen. Jesus. Yes. Moderator, what do I do? Like it's an FMV game. And she's talking to you, and you're the moderator of her uh, Twitch chat. And she's texting maybe you. Go for drinks after. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I know. What do you guys think? Oh, she's an IRL streamer too. Great. They're they're playing some sort of kart racing game. What's it to you? So Elliot Rogers is mad at her. <laughs> you don't say. Choose the story. Oh, there's a lot of branching story paths here. Your choices matter. Gonna Finally. Make sure he's okay. It's like basically like a telltale. Uh, it was a this very terrifying. Like, that storyline chart showed that it's very two-lane. There's a left and a right kind of right. <laughs> choice to make. That's, that's basically... Okay, so yeah. this is getting yeah, ominous. What the fuck? What the fuck? I never yeah. watched this. Okay, this is fucked up. Yep. That's the intrigue there, right? You as your her chat moderator are going to save her from danger? I guess. Is that the premise? Dude, I I gotta say the the Safety brothers have really gone downhill after Uncut Gems. This this game looks <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think there's ever been a really like big hit um, in a long time when it comes to FMV games. Right, and I'm extremely surprised at the direction of this one. Where especially making you the player, you are the moderator to a streamer mm-hmm. and i like just even trying to picture that sounds like a terrible experience a terrible experience to when you're sitting down to play a game so as wick in the chat says in this game you take on the role of a simp trying to protect the queen basically yeah yeah uh so that was that was a re-upload of the trailer simulator because the trailer was pulled down by the company's youtube page after quote disastrous reception I can't yeah. imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> who wants this? So That's the question you got to ask. Who did they think wanted this? In terms of one of the uh, one of the most useful metrics on YouTube, the like and dislike ratio, uh, many, many, many more thumbs down compared to thumbs up. Uh, yeah, it's just a weird... I think, like, 
this trailer serves to offend every single type of person. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, there's there's this weird thing. I get it to a certain point because there's probably a lot of gamers out there um, that are incels and just fucking terrible people. And of course. We've all seen it. We've all witnessed it. We know. But, like, the idea that, like, she's going to check on her friend and, like, you're in a dark basement and, like, she gets kidnapped or something. And this is, like, supposed to be representative of the the gamer experience as to say that all of these people that sit down and played fucking Overwatch or whatever, like, are, <laughs> are like, rapists and kidnappers and shit is just, like, it, it feels like that level of equating like that to that that this is this is the the dark result of what happens you know because of this culture and it's like yeah no i do think that a lot of aspects of the culture are toxic and like like terrible but this is a little heavy-handed so i'm I'm, I'm gonna read i'm gonna read a statement from the uh the publisher Mm -hmm. wales interactive they put this out uh, on a series of tweets uh, to explain the situation, they said, Gamer Girl is about the impact user comments and actions have on a streamer's mental health and well-being. Yep. The reason yep. why FMV Future created the game was to raise the issue of the toxic environment, which can often appear online behind the anonymity of a username. Without giving away too much, Gamer Girl is an empowering story of a female streamer who, with the help of her moderator friend, battles the trolls <laughs> and overcomes the toxic characters in her stream. Gamer Girl was co-written by Alexra- Alexandra Burton, the lead actress who improvised the entire script. The research into the streaming content of Gamer Girl took four years, and the dev team at FMV Future interviewed dozens of female streamers most of whom have experienced abuse of various kinds online. Some have even shared their experiences during interviews within the game. Players start the game as one of Abby's friends whom she trusts, and it is their job to make the channel a success, but also to guide the stream to keep Abby in a positive frame of mind. Online abuse is real and is still happening every day. Gamer Girl seeks to raise awareness of this issue. I don't think that's the quote. I don't think this is the way to do it. Right. I I recommend. Yeah, I I recommend actually watching the trailer for this. We'll uh, we'll have a link to it in this in the description of the episode because it's very weird and it takes a very tasteless turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that you know a little much. It's always it's it's always a great time when someone uh, goes to uh, you know make a statement and make a point on a culture and then completely uh, have no real idea what the culture is like. Like, right. What choices are you making in this, in this game? It's not like, uh, you know, there's nobody's getting raided. You don't have to make the choice. Like, Oh, do I start an only fans or not? A lot of people are asking for it. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Those aren't the choices you're making in this game. I guess it's a moderator. This is just seems like a whack-a-mole of uh, like, you know, straw men kind of uh, uh, character uh, caricatures of streamers and streamer audiences. It looks right. like if they're trying to if they're trying to send a message, they're the wrong people to do it. So I would say the punishment for this would be. Um, hmm. I, I feel like there's a lot of good options here and I'm kind of having a hard time narrowing down on one I can succinctly think of. 24 hour ban. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. And. <laughs> Yeah, just if, if you fuck up, yeah, you get banned, and then your character 
basically you take on the role of Elliot Rogers. <laughs> because in the, in the trailer, there is a character who does right. look like Elliot Rogers and is filming yeah. from his car in the same sort of uh, fashion. I feel I feel like if Elliot Rogers was around these days, he would totally be simping. I was looking oh, yeah. in the chat says he wants to know if they show feet on the stream or not. I don't know, man. Maybe that's uh, one of the <laughs> secret endings. You got You got to really, you know, maybe there's a cheat code for that. Right. <laughs> right. I want to move on to the next story here. Hut, hut, hike. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? This is going. <laughs> hey, speaking of hut, hut, hike. <laughs> the, Hut 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 hut. Hey Kevin, have you ever uh go to this website? It's www.nfl.com. Hut 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 hut. The Washington Redskins have the Washington Redskins have renamed their team to wait for it. The Washington football team. <laughs> I love it. It sounds like a a government issued football team name. It might as well be. So, I mean, the, I think there was I mean, obviously people have been upset and uh complaining about this for a long long time, and I think it really the irony really came to a surface when the official Twitter for the Washington Redskins posted Black Lives Matter, and it was like, dude, come on. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, timing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, they uh, they are changing their name temporarily to the Washington football team while they think of something better, I guess. But what could be better than that? Temporarily? What? Yeah, they... I had no idea. Yeah, it says uh, they are figuring out a final rebranding for the team. Uh, they said it's going to be taking... Uh, it's going to be using the same color scheme. So, it's the uh, maroon and yellow still. Put the... Uh, Picture here for the logo here. It's pretty funny. It just Washington football team established 1932. Wow. I understand why make it temporary. Like you're making uniforms and stuff to, as a placeholder. Well, like I would yeah, assume that then TBDs. I would assume that, that this would be is probably like just to not have it be a controversy anymore. I, I think that they're just like, hey we're just not going to go with the Redskins anymore. And it's, we're just, it's just this for now. And then we'll find something later. God, they're going to come back with something way worse. Like, Oh you know, God, the, the Washington Sambos or something. The Washington boop. Oh no, a, a complete <laughs> swing and a miss. So it says, uh, it says you quote, you're doing a rebranding process that takes correctly 12 to 18 months. If you want to do it right, you have to take a deep breath, step back and go through the process. I don't know. I don't know how many like focus group meetings that are going to have to go through this. God. And it's like, I'm assuming they're going to have to take place over Zoom or something. Right. Like, how does this make you feel? Uh, worse? <laughs> right. Does A or B make you feel more offended? Just imagining, yeah, like the sensitivity training, like... Oh, well, because we we want a more proactive forward thinking. Uh, What about the how about instead of the Redskins, the Washington uh, social justice warriors? How does does that (laughs) uh, we want we want it to be forward thinking? Hey, I'm not I'm not a sports guy. um, And this is going to be kind of an embarrassing question to ask. Is this for Washington State or Washington, D.C.? D.C., I hope. 
Okay. I believe. Well, I'm, sure. I'm going to look really stupid if that's not the case. But hey, I guess we all will. Um, I got a punishment for this. Yeah. They should rename the team the Washington Cheetos. Oh. <laughs> oh you my. would look stupid if this was yeah. for Washington State. A little, uh, you know, a little political humor. If it was for Washington State, uh, they should be named the uh, the Washington Frasers. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So we we have two options here. Uh, Whatever whatever this is, uh, we'll we'll keep them both in and let the fans decide uh, what the truth is. Or they just keep the name. I mean, it's funny. The Washington Football Team, like. It's perfectly descript. They don't need anything else. Yeah. Like from my understanding, um, I, as far as native Indians that I know and that I've seen, there wasn't all that much outrage from them. In fact, uh, I know that native, uh, that native people made the logo and stuff like that. Um, so it just, it, you know, I don't really, I don't really mind about it either way. It just seems that, do you really want, you know, big multi-million billion dollar companies to just get better at concealing this kind of stuff? I guess I I don't know what the goal is. I don't think anybody does. Yeah. Uh, Grant, what did you want to do next year? Um, speaking of, uh, speaking of, um, the gamer girls and simps. Uh, hmm. Did you guys see the OK Boomer girl got fucking canceled? She did? No. Kind of. It, it wasn't that widespread. I'm going to put this article in the Discord chat. If you are if you guys are listening to this podcast and you're not uh, on the $5 Patreon tier uh, interacting with this chat, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what's going on inside your head. Uh, Patreon.com slash thought cops. And yeah, you you donate five dollars. You can listen to the episode as we record it. So all of the uh, vocal hedges and fuck ups and time spent looking for articles, uh, you can hear that all in real time. All the awkward silence that we edit out. <laughs> but, so uh, when, this... when somebody has to go poop, you can hear that. Well, not, you won't you won't be able to hear the, you won't be able to hear them pooping, but you will hear us waiting right. for them to come back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listening to people wait on a poop. So That's the uh, the brilliant the brilliant minds at sausageroll.com uh posted this article <laughs> uh and it it sort of made a little bit of a twitter splash but it it didn't I don't think it went viral or anything but uh, Nicole Nicole Sanchez was arrested and sent to anger management and it's a picture of her looking all cute both hands are on her face blah 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 and uh, okay, boomer girl might be cute, but she's got a violent history. She was a- arrested for domestic violence and had to go to anger management. And a lot of people were uh, pretty upset. They were like, "Oh, of course, she's a she's a Bernie supporter. Of course, she did this." Oh, come on! The most this, I mean, that's, that's legitimately there. the reaction I was seeing to uh, to this. That's crazy. I. Yeah, I definitely didn't hear about this, but I do find it fascinating. Uh, but who, like, this sounds like an old arrest, right? This is a previous arrest. 2018. And uh, it's, it says here in 2018. Oh, you're it right, says here yeah. in the article she assaulted her partner or family member. So do, so it's just nobody knows? I, yeah, uh, I guess the, so. the jury's out, I suppose. Yeah. I don't um, know why, why we're talking about it now if it happened two years ago. I guess, That's I guess just, it's but, just a <laughs> big gotcha. Is this you? <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was like a couple people tweeted it out and they were like, uh, oh, you remember the the fucking 
okay boomer girl that you were all simping for well actually she's bad because the arrest happened before her video went you know went viral Mm. um if you remember too there was a like people kept doing parodies of her video and i guess one person that did their own okay boomer video was like a uh a cannibal or something like that or like a (laughs) pretend witch and people were like oh this girl that did this video is actually really horrifically bad please stop i fucking hate the internet now dude yeah (laughs) oh it's a it's it's a spaghetti of bad ideas yeah (laughs) yeah is the other one you're mentioning that she's a cannibal or a a witch or whatever is that the okay liberal girl i think so yeah and she's wearing like a marks shirt or something like that yeah, something. Yeah. Okay, oh no, liberal. I think they, I think they said she was a necrophiliac. Oh, what? The, oh, yeah, same wow. thing. Whatever. Jesus Christ, man! This you, is like they die, you fuck them, or you eat them. Maybe sometimes both. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anything goes at that point. Yeah, they're dead. Uh, whatever. Who cares? Also, it's you know, uh, it's got to be it's got to be tough out there for the <laughs> women necrophiliacs. <laughs> It is. They, tough. Yeah. they get so much more hate than the male necrophiliacs. It's, <laughs> it's true. Just... They get abused. I got this game idea, okay? <laughs> 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 Called TikTok Girl. <laughs> oh, God. And the goal is to get her as much, uh, I don't know, oh, flesh. God. Just, yeah, don't don't finish the thought. It's, yeah. I, it's fine in our minds. I, reg- I regretted the sentence as soon as I started it. <laughs> We're workshopping it. Yeah. Yeah. You get to hear it here, folks. Actually, we'll leave it in the episode because fuck it. So, yeah, what she was sentenced to one year in prison, it says. Wow. That's a surprisingly uh, deep sentence. I don't, did she serve all the time, though? Oh, I don't know. I, I haven't read the article. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> if you're getting your fucking new... This is why I like doing like a, a current events podcast and not a podcast that's like like very strict politics or something like that because it's like if you're coming here for your information like man i don't know what to tell you mm-hmm. right <laughs> yeah this is this is where you you get your reactions don't yeah come, this is uh here for the sausage roll uh headliners right just a couple of guys being like huh the fuck yeah, i mean to be fair i've listened to enough uh like the joe rogan podcast to know that like he doesn't do any research beforehand anyway. Oh, no. He goes, oh, I I thought that I heard this. Uh, Jamie, pull that up. And he does the same thing we do, which is just read a single line from a fucking Guardian article. Yep. So, you know, fuck it. <laughs> and, but yeah, pe- exactly. pe- people do get their news from Joe Rogan. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Their news on elk meat. <laughs> I think that's about it. <laughs> the rest is hearing Joe going, what? Huh? And then pull it up. And then they look at it and go, huh? And then it's th- not not too dissimilar from Thought Cops. Right. I like it. Hey, whatever gets the job done, you know? Um, but to come up with a punishment for this, this is kind of confusing because she already served time. And she's oh, not, yeah. like, as prominent as she was, like, you know, primary season. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> right. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, she has, yeah, she has been punished, but there's got to be something, right? Maybe we, some community service. Yeah. Maybe, uh, like you said, I, I think you got you had a good one there, Chris. Just uh, the TikTok girl game. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a good sentence. 
or Absolutely. stick her in the gamer girl game. I mean, she's hotter than the chick that they picked for that game. So uh, I'd I'd play right. I'd play the OK Boomer Girl game. <laughs> OK Boomer Girl game, an FMV experience. Make choices. Do you abuse your spouse or your family member? <laughs> And the goal is to be as cringe as possible. You get points. Yeah. And a secret yep. ending. Dude, I'm, <laughs> I I want to hoard those cringe points. Yeah. That's sort of like uh, the EXP in the game. That would be so <laughs> funny if like putting her in that game just completely obscured the entire point of view of like the fact that women get abused online and she's like beating the shit out of her significant other. Like, <laughs> oh, uh, maybe it's not just like uh people in comment sections that are abusive maybe it's just that humanity in general is fucked and that there's no answer and there's no way out and uh you know uh there's there's no point to any of this morty that's all i got (laughs) yeah agreed we could there's a there's a uh okay boomer girl in all of us if we lose control of our faculties i know that's right yeah uh grant we got a lot of good stuff here i don't know if we have time for everything but do you want to jump to like another one here uh i want to get to this one because it's a it's a little bit of a shorter one it's really only worth the headline but uh the the headline is as follows uh dj joey n-word drops his stage name i've not felt comfortable with it for a while he'll now go by his real name david lee (laughs) (laughs) And not 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 like the the bad N word one that you're all thinking of, but like the old school one, the 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 word black in Spanish. I I don't want to say it. Someone put it in our Discord and wanted to know who would be the first one out of the two of us to to say the word. <laughs> and I'm here to say that I'm not going to say the word. Google it's the article. DJ Joey Gamer Word. There right. we go. Hey, okay, that may be a better. Grant, is that the punishment? <laughs> like you said, you want to make it honestly. Quick. Yeah, because uh, I. So he, yeah, he he's a DJ. I've never heard of him in, in my life. Uh, the same thing with all of these like renaming controversies, like the the Washington Redskins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. People are now taking a second approach to like maybe we don't call things this. Maybe I change my name. Maybe this. Um. I got, I got, a, I got another punishment actually. Yeah, Joey, musical artist. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. his, his name. real name is Dave Lee, and it's like, why is your name DJ Joey Gamer Word? Like, why? What? What made you come up with that? He probably answers it. Um, yeah. So they point out uh, the Black Madonna confirmed that she changed her stage name. Uh, we talked about like the Dixie Chicks are now the Chicks. Um, what was the other one? Lady Antebellum is now Lady A. And then there's a lawsuit regarding that. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's just within the same bounds of everyone's looking at these things and going like, oh, this was problematic before, but now I'm going to do something about it. So how about a of another potential punishment is yeah. he, he has to change his name to D, DJ Trader Joey. <laughs> there we go. And we we should, we we should jump to that one on that note actually. Yeah, yeah, that's a good segue. So, a California teen launched a petition this week calling on Trader Joe's to change their racist packaging. Um so Trader Joe's has uh, a number of different brands within their brand. So, for example, they have uh, Taco Shells, 
Uh, it says uh, Trader Jose's Taco Shells. Uh, right. There's there's a couple other ones. Um, come over. The, uh, there's like Chinese food, Trader Ming's. Uh, Middle Eastern products are Arabian Joe. And then uh, I guess white people food is just uh, regular Trader <laughs> Joe. Regular Joe, yeah. <laughs> so it's not chains or anything. It's the name on a couple of their select products here. Right, yeah, which right. I don't think that there's necessarily... I mean, if there's certain imagery and stuff like that that's utilized but to just say like oh well you know in america it's trader joe's but if we're selling um if we're selling mexican food like joe the the equivalent to joe in mexican would be jose i i don't have a problem with that i don't think there's anything offensive about that a lot of a lot of responses on twitter people saying i'm hispanic i don't find the offensive at all somebody says bro i'm latino and this is stupid af Right. Yeah. It's like, well, there's a portion of this that is like white, right, white right. savior stuff. But, you know, I, I feel like when there's these big issues that happen, some people set up a really small milestone and then try to knock it down. And it just seems a little counterproductive. It seems a little counterproductive to like, I don't think I don't even know if I've ever even been into a Trader Joe's, let alone have time to care about it. Right. Have you guys ever seen uh, this sauce, like the sauce brand Newman's own? Yeah. It's I'm surprised nobody's and maybe I missed it, but. You know, we've been talking they, a lot about this sort of rebranding. They, it's been brought up. There's a there's a picture of uh, Paul Newman, and one one of them's like the the sesame, uh, uh, like dressing or whatever the fuck. There's like a, a an aged Asiatic sesame dressing, and it's like him with a with a fucking like karate outfit on, like holding uh-huh. two swords or something. And people have brought <laughs> it up before, but. I don't know. Some it, one with him, like a uh, a poncho and a uh, sombrero. Right, right. Yeah. But I don't think anything happened as a result of it that I can yeah. remember. And that's the type of stuff where it's like, yeah, I, I get like, maybe take that down. Maybe that's not the best thing if we're trying to fight against racism. But I do think that there is like... And because and I feel like we've talked about it before because this is being brought up more and more where it's like, yeah, no, I do think to a certain extent representation in media and in advertisement and all these different things, I think that it matters to a point. But in terms of like long term systemic change to the actual problems people have to deal with in normal life, it it's very minor and mild. And while you want to see people, you know, make uh, you know, make bigger changes over a long period of time. And like, I think that it's good if you take out some of certain racist imagery and stuff like that. Like it, again, there police reform, please, you know, like, right. Yeah. Joe, yeah. Yeah. Credit to Joe Paul Safwazin in the chat for that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, you know, there it's a, it's a really dumb thing to interrupt a bigger conversation. Right. It's a, a really dumb thing. Um, but and after a while, yeah, it does I feel mean, the, like... And Jemima thing, I would say yes. And Jemima stuff, yes. Right. You know, uh, sure. That's Change definitely it. different, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, to to put a punishment on this one... Hmm. 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 That's a tough one. Um, I would just say uh, they got to change their name as well to just racist Joes. Yeah, I would say so. They're like, and then it's like not even to anyone in particular. It's just racist Joe. <laughs> just some, um, you know, like the big Trader Joe's logo on the front of the store. Just imagine like walking into a store with like the big red letters. It just says like racist Joe's. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get some organic rice and uh some uh almond milk. Almond milk and uh frozen macaroni and cheese bites from racist Joe's. <laughs> right. At least at least you know. At least you know you're getting racist products from by racists for <laughs> racists. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's move on to Key to the City. Uh, as I always say, it's something nice, something sweet, something swell uh, in these uh, unprecedented times. Unprecedente times. Ooh. Which is racist. <laughs> All right. Well, my, uh, my, my Key to the City this week goes to the... Uh, now, this is this is a local hit for anybody here in Chicago or in Neo Chicago. Uh, the tamale guy opened his own restaurant in Ukrainian Village. So if you are if you live in Logan Square or Wicker Park or Humboldt Park or Ukrainian Village in Chicago, anywhere like on the northwest side or whatever, uh, and you've been out drinking late at night, you're at a, you're at Logan Arcade. You're at uh, Slippery Slope. You're at Emporium. And you, you, had, you had about uh, 18 beers. And you're like, man, I could really, really use some food. And all of a sudden, like it, like a glowing beam of light. <laughs> <laughs> the clouds part. A man with a cooler, a heated cooler full of... I don't know what the fuck that means, a heated cooler. A man with a bunch of uh tamales for sale walks through and he's he walks through yelling tamales tamales and you're like how much and he's like oh like uh three for a dollar however much he was charging super cheap and sometimes you get 10 at once because you need it and this guy this guy has probably saved my life a handful of times and like i said now he ha- he's opening up his own well you know of course and uh in these uh unpre I'm gonna fuck it, you know. During the during yeah. the pandemic, yeah, I'm gonna assume it's probably uh takeout only, but hopefully when this all clears up post vaccine, we can go to a sit down restaurant and eat some of his famous tamales. Uh so yeah, I my key to the city goes uh to the tamale guy this week for uh opening up his own restaurant. Nice. Good job, tamale guy. We made it. <laughs> uh Chris, what's your key to the city this week? Um, let's see. I had to have to say my key to the city goes to the new wave of celebrity children online. Uh, well, the children of celebrities online roasting their parents. Oh, okay. That's been happening a lot more. I, uh, have been enjoying it. There's like, you know, uh, Willow Smith. There was that, uh, daughter all over social media. I can't remember. It's like, she's the daughter of a congressman or something like that. Roasting her parents. Uh, Alex Jones's kid is on Snapchat, totally embarrassing him, posting pictures of him with his ass crack out looking in the fridge and stuff <laughs> like that. It's, it's, I like it. I like that uh, these children of celebrities get to uh, pop up and, and uh, just kind of shine a light on some of, some of their parents. Embarrass the parents for once, as opposed to the parents embarrassing them. Exactly. I'm into it. And exploiting them for uh, millions of dollars. It's a new zeitgeist. Yeah. I mean, how else would we get a peek at Alex Jones' ass crack? I'm sure That's he would just true. show it if he wanted to. He's, yeah, he's one know, of those it, types of guys. He is on the he is on the path to eventually just doing that voluntarily. <laughs> yeah. So that's where my key to the city would go to. Good job, kids. Nice. Good job. Hey, the the kids are all right. Kids are all right. They're going to be okay. Yeah. 
Uh, my key to the city uh, goes with a heavy heart to uh, Michael Brooks uh, of the uh, right. Michael Brooks show and uh, of the Majority Report. Uh, Agreed. Who passed away suddenly um, a couple days ago. Uh, one of the like, I I have a hard time with like political stuff because you know like I I think we're all of a certain persuasion on the show and it's like I, I don't want the show to be like partisan or political or anything like that but i you know oftentimes like bring up certain things or like there's better or worse political commentators but i mean i've been watching the majority report basically daily for the past two or three years and uh it's really helped inform my opinion on a lot of things not not that i agree with everything that everybody says all the time but it's like it's good to have people who are smarter well-informed speak from the platform of having like uh like going into the detail about certain policy as opposed to doing it from like a purely ideological standpoint not that i think that ideology is in and of itself bad but when you use it just as sort of like a, a fucking hammer towards everything that you you do as opposed to getting into the details of stuff so like I really appreciate that aspect of the show where it's like, we're going to actually take this story apart piece by piece and talk about like why we think it's bad or why we think it's good. And they did a, you know, they, they've always done a really good job with that. And, uh, Michael himself, um, I, I felt like his body of work was very like, very had a had a very positive shift that i liked seeing within the realm of like left-wing politics which is to say like he he saw the problem that a lot of people like jordan peterson ben shapiro uh dave rubin a lot of these intellectual dark web people he saw that they were like answering certain questions that weren't being addressed by the left or that yeah. the left wasn't doing a good job of addressing and like sort of made that his what ended up being his life's work is saying like, hey, you, the left needs to be better on free speech or the people that stand up for free speech within the left need to be need to have their voices projected better or like they we need to be better about humor or like we really are alienating, you know, uh, the 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 stereotypical right white racist hicks in the middle of the country that liberals say fuck off to like no it, we're all sort of in this together and we need people to come to our side based on the arguments that we make as opposed to putting people down and shit like that and um yeah. he wrote an right. entire book about it um which i i'd like to read for uh i think that'd be a good fire bros uh, yeah i would be down piece of content to uh to review uh it's called against the web um and, and it's talking about you, the inter intellectual him, uh, dark web oh sorry yeah um yeah I'm, i met him at the at a live show i took a he he was famous for wearing a uh a um like a, an adidas track suit. he he either wore regular suits or adidas track suits and so i went to one of his live shows wearing just all adidas and i took a picture with him um but yeah, I just yeah. suddenly passed awesome. away only 36 or 37 years old. Um, happened suddenly, just a freak medical accident sort of thing, freak medical condition. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sounds like it could have been a, you know, um, I'm not, I don't know if this for sure, but it sounds to me like it could have been blood clot related. It, it was a blood clot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, I do want to add that. Uh, yeah. Same, uh, same, uh, you know, like that's really, really shitty news, especially with Michael Brooks. There's a lot of people who, um, you know, being a political mouthpiece is very advantageous. Uh, people make careers out of it. And right. Michael Brooks was, uh, not only just a really smart guy who could, no matter what the story was about, he could illustrate a point well while having uh-huh. levity with it. He'd be very funny about it in a, right. a lot of ways. And you just gotta you gotta appreciate and celebrate those people who are are doing that work without being grifters. And he right. was definitely uh, one of the be- best examples you could even even find. Right. And I find like because uh, I you know from from time to time either on the show or like my Bernie stream or anything like that like. <laughs> I do a lot of impressions and I've always found that the best way to do an impression is not to try and do an impression of the person, but to find a person who's very good at impressions and to just like do an impression of them doing an impression. And like my Bernie voice was me doing an impression of Michael Brooks doing an impression of Bernie, like, or his Obama impression. Like he was very good at that. Yeah, Yeah. He was very funny. Um, and again, not not in like a John Stewarty type of Daily did, Show did way. He, did, but did he start off with a, "Let me be clear"? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, very funny, very talented, very smart. And the like the the people that he had on his show, you know, um, he uh, he got to interview Noam Chomsky. He got to interview Richard Wolf a number of times. He got to interview uh, Cornell West, like. You know, people whose work themselves are very fascinating to sort of delve into. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, sad to see. It's sad to see the potential that he had and, like, how much he did in the short time that he had and to know, like, what more he could have done with his platform that was continuing to grow, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I got into him somewhat recently too, uh, because of you. Yeah. And I've, I've been enjoying his content lately. I mean, now I have a, you know, a large uh well to choose from now so i mean i'm excited right. to you know catch up yeah exactly yeah uh there's a, he also uh it it's funny to see someone who is you know a lot more qualified like michael brooks pop into some of these uh debate streams and stuff with people uh you know he did one with destiny and stuff and it was just kind of really hilarious to see the difference between someone like michael brooks and someone like destiny who you know right debates over twitch uh all day every day and yeah very very sincere very sincere funny guy um, yeah. doing a lot of projects a lot of them just constantly grinding yeah it felt like in a lot of ways he was just sort of getting started and it's it's mm-hmm. sad to see this happen at this time but uh yeah he mm-hmm. he did a debate with i don't think he did a lot of debates but he debated sargon of akkad once and it was hilarious uh the entire yeah. the entire debate he 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 was talking about like uh what was it like the the regressive left and he's like could you give me one example could you define what you're talking about with the regressive left and he didn't do it for an entire 30 minutes and he just kept like naming off the time he's like i would just like to point out we're 12 minutes into the debate and you still have not defined what you're trying to criticize we're 20 minutes into the debate and you still have not defined what you were (laughs) trying to criticize and it was it was hilarious yeah definitely recommend that yeah I'm glad you brought up Michael Brooks. I was going to give him the key to the city too, but I was a little concerned that might be a little too heavy. Uh, 
I, I, that's we've done a lot of keys to the city for people who have passed away. Good. Which is like, oh, the the happy part of the show. Let's drag it down. <laughs> that's I, I'm, I'm a fan of that. <laughs> On somewhat of a uh, related note here, this week's Thought Cops Word of the Week is doom scrolling. Uh, there's an article on NPR that uh, coined the term here. Basically, uh, as you can probably infer, this comes from the endless scrolling, uh, taking in all the bad news because, yeah, there's a lot of it. <laughs> there's a lot of it this, uh, you know, in these uh, in these times. <laughs> and it's it's just sort of the, the endless intake of, you know, all these stories of police brutality, all these stories of the virus, all these stories of... Uh, 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 Elon Musk and Grimes arguing with each other. <laughs> it's too much. It's a lot. So uh, the article here about doom scrolling, it says, uh, our minds are wired to look out for threats. The more time we spend scrolling, the more we find those dangers, the more we get sucked into them and the more anxious we get. So doom scrolling is taking this all in endlessly, uh, makes you feel like everything is gloomy, everything is anxious. You go back to look for more and more and more information, which I think it is important to be informed, but right. you got you gotta pace yourself. I, I I to keep up with all of this now of all times, I mean it's it is not healthy. Uh, do your best to stay informed, but also do something nice for yourself. Yeah. Log uh, off yeah, I once mean, in a while. Practice, like actually actively practice, like just kind of stepping away from that kind of stuff. Um, right. I think you'll you'll approach everything with a better head. You know, you'll, yeah, stay informed and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, I definitely feel that it, there's a lot of people like that in my life as well. And uh, I feel that uh, we need a terminology. You know, there's a lot of like, oh, there's, 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 Karen's, there's Becky's, there's Chad's, mm-hmm. there's Stacy's, there's Kyle's. Uh, everybody's name's getting a kind of uh, kind of attribute put onto it, right. and we need some sort of quick term for people who will take uh, any conversation about anything and make it political. There will and, be one. Yeah, it's it's called a grant. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, got him. Yeah, um, but, but uh, yeah, no, that's yeah, a, yeah. The doom scrolling thing's very true. You're looking. You're you're just subconsciously looking for something to bother you until you find it. What about and like a, I get what it. about a Shapiro? Yeah, that's not bad. Because that that's that sounds very much like a like a how a, a political commentator who's like, how come everything has to be political? How come how come the uh, make the football <laughs> man stand up? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So the article um, here says like things like you can even simply like set a timer. You know, 15, 30 minutes. You can scroll that long. When the timer's up, get out of there. And it says you know. When you're done, how about you you give a friend a call, you you eat a bowl of ice cream, whatever, man. Like I said, do something you like. It doesn't even have to be something like really respectable like that. Like, I don't know, jerk off. Yeah. (laughs) Treat yourself. Just make sure you uh, give yourself a break and treat yourself. Yeah. What better way? I feel like uh, the I feel like doom scrolling or doom scrollers would be like the good name of a thought cop spinoff. Yeah, that would like, be like yeah. a video series or something like that. Got to use that in some capacity. God, I'm not going to lie, man. I, I wish we I, w- I kind of wish that was the name of the show. <laughs> I like thought cops. I feel like it's descript. It is. 
Yeah, see, Thought Cops is the motorcycle, and you need a little side cart. <laughs> the Doom Scroller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a pretty good term. A lot of syllables, but I still like it. Yeah. It also sounds like something you'd, like a, an item you'd find in D&D. <laughs> uh, so before we get to our final segment of the show, the listener voicemails, uh, Chris, plug it all. Where can we find all your uh, great content, cyanide and happiness, all that good stuff? Oh, uh, the best way to do it is to search Cyanide and Happiness. Usually that is a nice quick highway straight to us. But uh, you, you could you just use find, like Google.com for that. Yeah, Google.com. Um, don't uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend using Bing for it. Um, but yeah, just uh, Google.com. You could search Cyanide and Happiness. You could search Explosum. I'll, I, I know you're not stupid. I know you can find us. And I, I'm uh, underscore Chris Wilson underscore on Twitter. Chris Explosum, Explosum on Instagram. You you know how this works. And uh, Zwick in the chat here posted a... Oh, you guys all know who Zwick is. <laughs> like, oh, this guy named Zwick in our listener chat. Um, Love that, Zwick. Yeah, he put a link here to a game you guys have on Steam, uh, Freakopolis. Or no, I'm sorry, Freakpocalypse. That's right. Fe- Freakocalypse. Freakocalypse. Yeah, Freakpocalypse is uh, coming out this year. Freakopclips. Yeah, it's a point-and-click adventure game with a lot of dark humor and twists and stuff, and we're really excited about it. I've done over uh, 7,000 lines of voice acting for it, so... Oh, wow. Come, yeah, come endure that. That sounds great, man. And that comes yeah. out soon, you said? Yeah, it comes out uh, It comes out before fall. Hell yeah. All right, yeah, Freakocalypse is what I wish we would have named it, but... <laughs> I don't think the uh, I don't think the Nintendo Switch would let us do that. Damn, <laughs> free cock lips. Yeah, you know how many organic search terms we get for people <laughs> for free cock and everything. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you know, make Cops the algorithm work for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come to me. If you guys want to leave a voicemail, give us a call, 312-788-7361, or you can send us an audio file if you don't want us to have your phone number, uh, or if you don't want to use star six seven, uh, you can send an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. I mean, it's not like we do anything with the phone number. Like, oh, no, no. Someone calls in and I'm just like, Haha, I know what your phone number is, bitch. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> leave it in. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> all right so yeah, make, a, make a director your own yellow book of thought, yeah, cops, callers. Of thought cops callers hey thought cops io netrunner here and this week my two minutes of hate is emmanuel goldstein this motherfucker has been running the brotherhood for far too long and we need to take him down and his book <laughs> the theory and practice of oligarchical collectivism it is a threat to our great nation of oceana i mean i personally haven't read it but come on Giving up a few civil liberties to end this threat <laughs> is just a small price to pay. Anyway, keep it up, guys. Thanks for doing what you're doing. Bye-bye. That was great. You're welcome. <laughs> well, you know what book not to read in your book club. Y'all, I, I hate to bring up politics again. Did y'all see the, the clip of Dave Rubin trying to explain uh, uh, 1984? No. No. Uh, it's, it's, it's palpable. It's... It, the guy's so fucking stupid. It, it's it's a book that's assigned in middle school, and he's like, "Well, you know, uh, uh, what the what they really needed in 1984 was a Trump-like figure." And it's just like, "Shut the fuck up, you moron!" Yeah, I also caught uh, uh, Ben Shapiro's misguided approach on the Joe Rogan podcast to talk about 1984. Um, like, 
like the idea that 1984 like public outrage is even allowed in that book i don't get it like it's like the idea that yeah 1984 was about all those uh girls with dyed hair uh right yeah being totalitarian big bi- <laughs> instead fun, of great. big brother big they them oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> 10 points for that one man <laughs> coño buenas tardes oficiales pensativos esto abuelo no encendida quería decirles avisarles que el 0 en 3210 when you speak in Spanish, it might help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I never took uh, it. We'll get back to you on that, that one. <laughs> I'm going to assume the word abuelo was in there at one point. I thought it yeah. All right, guys. What's up? How's it going? I'm fine. Hope you're all doing well. Yeah. Um, you know, the longer Corona keeps going on. And, you know, most things here are back open. Except, like, there's not going to be big events and clubs are going to stay closed for a while. Um, and some smaller things that just are annoying for my day-to-day life. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Of course. Amen. But, you know, the longer this keeps going on, the more extreme my opinions about it get. You know, in the beginning, I thought, yeah, this is necess- lockdown is necessary to prevent healthcare from crashing. Then after a month, I was like, yeah, this is this is getting ridiculous, taking away our freedoms. Another month later, I'm like, this is a hoax. This is uh, just a way to make us more uh, was dependent on the government. And now I'm at the point where I think that if you're under 40 years old, let's say 40 years, 40 years old, hey, right. um, and you get corona... <laughs> And you die. Maybe you didn't deserve to be alive oh my from the God. beginning. I don't know. <laughs> this is my opinion. I'm spitballing here. It always and, is. You know, as a listener, I can tell you guys are affected by the lockdown as well. You know, you guys can't do comedy. Yeah, I know this because last episode, God damn, some of these jokes were just terrible. <laughs> I almost considered quitting my Patreon subscription. Christ! <laughs> I thought we had. I thought we had <laughs> a lot you, of great. Asshole. Yeah, I thought we had a lot of great ones last week. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is this the let God sort them out argument? I, 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 guess. I guess I podcast Darwinism. <laughs> yeah. But he's right. Uh, I'm sure the listeners probably uh, have noticed. A, uh, uh, a shift in our levels of sanity. Yeah. Well, you, when you're doing a podcast and you don't get to go out and experience a lot, it's hard to make a lot of new conversation. Right. Yeah. I will say that's the only thing he was right about in that entire voicemail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not I, sure I'm going to stand on the, if you died, you probably deserved it. Thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's the soapbox that's worth uh, fighting over, but uh, I do yeah, feel, I feel like, like I've heard it before. <laughs> I do feel like as the quarantine has, 
continued that my affinity for like terrible, terrible humor has only grown because it's like, yeah, you you don't get to go to a comedy club and see someone smart deliver a good point. It's just like all that I think is funny anymore is like Aaron Klopfer's tweets about like his his wife's like casserole and i'm like yeah this is great <laughs> this is hilarious wow we dusted off the bad luck brian last week <laughs> yeah i mean, I was i was oh, like wow. i was listening back to that episode uh for the you know with swick for the yeah. draft and i was like dude i was laughing my fucking ass off i don't know i don't know what he's talking about yeah and i yeah. don't mean i don't mean i was just laughing at that things i said i thought the guest was very funny Right. <laughs> I liked his cat. I didn't realize his cat was in the background the entire episode meowing. I didn't hear that when we recorded it, but listening back, put a muzzle yeah. on that thing. We had, we had two guests last week, you could say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, as far as bad comedy goes, it's an art form in its own, right? Like, you know, I yeah. think Norm MacDonald is uh, a case study for that. Like, yeah. Right. He understands how to do a well well done bad joke. You have to understand good jokes before you can understand bad jokes. Yeah, that well well said. Oh, he says in the chat, I'm just being a dick. Of course all your jokes landed perfectly, you killed. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Proper dictum. Nice work. And I'm, I'm by that logic, I assume that he didn't mean anything else he said in the voicemail either. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely some solid straight face acting. Yeah. Uh, if we didn't live in a fucking shithole world timeline, shit hole I would country. be getting ready with uh, other former guests of the show, Goth Charlotte, to see Bauhaus today. Oh, that's but no, right. I'm in my room alone, eating Puerto Rican food, watching 90 Day Fiance, because I mean, that sounds um, lit. one third or whatever of the U.S. population thinks math give you super AIDS so the and make you a communist. <laughs> So um, I'm just really, really upset. Um, the punishment is that if you don't, if you think masks make you sick or it's communism, then you just spontaneously combust. I am, I have no sympathy for these people. Just please die, please die quickly. I wanted to see Bauhaus so badly. <laughs> That's Double a bummer. Punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is a bummer. Yeah. Uh, well, that I think that falls in line as far as like the 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 mask thing. I think that falls in line with the those Bens or those Shapiros or whatever we called them, those Grants, whatever yeah, we the, decide. The the yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah, where it's like, all right, a mask thing is uh, now a statement, I guess. Mm-hmm. Of course, because everything is. Right. Or I love the, uh, yeah, everything's either a statement or the conspiracy theorists that are, the, the conspiracy theories that are along the lines of like, well, the CDC says something and they're completely full of shit. But did you know, I read an article that said that uh, actually, if you wear a mask, you get carbon dioxide poisoning and it can kill you. And it's <laughs> like, so you believe that, but you don't think that like the virus is real. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I mean, I, I I absolutely love conspiracy theories. They're so funny. I enjoy I enjoy seeing people talk about them. Right. And uh, but I, I have to say that the, all the all the mask related ones have been the opposite of a good time kind of conspiracy. It's just been right. Yeah, a lot of like a wild extrapolation and uh, extrapolation, and just none of none of the fun none of the fun aspects. No. None of the Disney killed Miley Cyrus and replaced her with a lookalike. Or yeah. trying to figure so, out like who shot Kennedy or something like that. It's like, right. oh no, this is actively ruining 
the world right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, people are taking it as doctrine and it's just not nearly as fun as uh, Bill Hicks didn't die. He's just Alex Jones <laughs> doing an Andy Kaufman <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Well, it's like they say, you know, tragedy plus time equals comedy. So, uh, yeah, read the room. Let's uh, chill on the COVID conspiracy theories and we'll wait till we'll wait till we get that great vaccine and we can all laugh about how much this sucked. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Bill Gates is putting microchips in the vaccine, brother. Read up on it. Oh, that's right. Nano machines. (laughs) Yeah. Can't stand those nano machines, man. I mean, I know that we have very large machines that we can't get to work, you know, for (laughs) more than six months. But nano machines, we got that on lockdown. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, if you feel like supporting the show, you can throw us a few bucks over at patreon.com slash thought cops. We got a lot of bonus content on there. You can come hang out in the live chat. And uh, yeah, it's a good time overall. Uh, speaking of a great time, though, uh, Chris, so much. Uh, <laughs> hold on. God damn. So it. much thank for doing so much- a show with because us, you. Totally. Hey, the minus pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everybody, uh, God, what the hell? I'm glad my brain stopped working at the end of the episode. I'm the one hung over, and you're the one that's fucking up. I, it's supposed to reverse B. Yeah, uh, it's Saturday, baby. No, no need for brains. Yeah. Uh, bye, good everybody. <laughs> bye, good. Bye, good. <laughs> <laughs>